Hi there, and welcome to Vox Talk, your weekly review from the world of voiceover. I'm your host, Stephanie Cicerelli from Voices. Today, Anthony Pika from Avio's Journey joins me to discuss the gig economy and how you can take advantage of opportunities to sell your services on demand. With Voices Project Marketplace in full swing, Anthony will share tips on how you can get your voice out there and create projects that will attract the attention of clients. Welcome to the show, Anthony. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Wonderful. So we're going to get right to it. I first saw you do a video, a great video on YouTube that that actually explained how people could use Project Marketplace. And that's one of the reasons why we're talking today. Um, but you highlighted in that video that voices had joined the gig economy. Yes. So, yes. So I, I would like to take a moment now, if you could, to give a brief definition of what the gig economy is. Yeah, no, absolutely. And again, thank you so much for having me. Um, it's an it's an honor to be on your show. Um, yeah, so you know, I like to think of the gig economy as an entire new way of taking services and creating a more product like approach. So you know, as we as voice actors know, you know, we are in a very service heavy type of business, which means that we have to do a lot of back and forth communication, a lot of work finding people, a lot of work with costs, a lot of work with taking, um, you know, meeting times and doing X, Y, Z. There's so much work and service work that goes into that. But the gig economy takes a service and basically transforms it into a product that someone can come and purchase and that mp3 file that wave file that we create now becomes more of a tangible thing as opposed to we as the individual being you know the it being more so the the file itself becomes the more tangible thing as opposed to just the individual now this can be scary for some people, I think, (laughs) because it does bring us more to a more futuristic way, I think, of looking at things. But I think it opens the door of opportunity for so many people, because now you have that opportunity in the gig economy to, you know, get yourself out there in a way that you didn't have before. That's it in a nutshell. It's taking our services, voiceover and any other service, really, and turning it into more of like a product. Thank you for that definition. Mm -hmm. And you've experienced a lot of success on other platforms where you can create products or projects or gigs, as they're called. Mm -hmm. And I know that just recently, of course, uh, as we said earlier, you've been creating projects on voices. So tell me, Anthony, why would a voice actor want to create projects and what kind of potential is there? Absolutely. So, and I love Voices.com very much. But I can guarantee you that no voice actor or actor, because I was an actor for about 20 years before I started in the voiceover business, really loves getting up and going to audition. (laughs) I really (laughs) think that is not the thing you wake up in the morning and say, I can't wait to do today. And as working actors and voice actors, we know that your job really does become about auditioning. So I always thought the dream would be to wake up and you have jobs sitting in a queue somewhere that you can get grab your cup of coffee and stroll over in your pajamas and go to your booth and record and you're done for the day. Now, of course, life isn't always that easy, but 
that's the that's the dream. And these projects, um, gigs, these these offerings allow people, the clients themselves, to have more of a choice and more so the opportunity to make decisions on their own time. And it allows for voice actors to not have to spend so much time and effort going after one specific job. And here's another thing I think is vital to this. If you do an audition, right, you depending on, you know, a bunch of different things, but let's say you do an audition for a piece and only you've got maybe, let's just say at a fairness, 50 to 60% chance somebody will listen to it. We'll say 60, we'll just say 60%. All right, so now one person, so you've done 100 auditions, you've got 60 people have heard your audition. So 40, 40 auditions that you spent time with are gone. Now out of that 60 auditions, what order did they hear you in? Were you the 10th, the 20th, the 30th maybe? All right. As a cat, as a previous casting director that I was as well, I can tell you after about ten or fifteen auditions, you're pretty much brain dead. Things start to sound the same. It is a part of just the way it is. However, when you create, for example, a project on Voices or any other place, what you're doing is you're taking back your time and allowing marketing, allowing advertising, allowing a lot of different. Uh, uh, factors to draw clients and people in so that now you've created something once like a project, but you could have tens of thousands of people view that project in a single month or maybe even more. Do you know what I mean? So it is very, um, very, very beneficial. And I love the word leverage because to me, it really leverages um, what you're, you know, what you're uh, uh, putting out there. So instead of a one-to-one like an audition, now you could do one to thousands and thousands of people. So you can see where this could really benefit anybody and take a lot of that extra time that you spend waiting for auditions, auditioning, you know, doing other things to, you know, someone literally coming and purchasing a voiceover from you and you didn't even have to go through all of that stuff. So it's a really a wonderful thing, I think. Yes, a lot of talent would agree with that sentiment. I know one of the perks when Juliana and I were talking about this was that if you don't want to audition nearly as much as you are now, then you can go create a project. But of course, audition if you enjoy it and if that's the way you find you book mm-hmm. most of your work. Um, but I, I hear you also on the ability to scale. Like that's something Absolutely. that you cannot, you can't, you don't make more time. We're only given mm-hmm. 24 hours a day. That's yep. it. But with this, you know, a whole other door of opportunity is opened. I love that. And and Absolutely. really like all of that, you know, they've got to be good marketers though. I think it isn't as simple as, as putting a project up. It's got to be appealing to somebody. All right. So all that said, Anthony, can you walk us through your process for creating a project? Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is a a good time to mention that um, voices, one thing I see a lot, um, you know, and and it's going to be the same with this project as we go through this, but with any, in any platform, especially in voices too, it is so paramount that you always fill out every possible thing that a platform asks you or gives you the opportunity to fill out. And I, I see a lot of people oftentimes don't fully fill out their profile or fill out 
you know, any extra questions or, or any extra little corners of, you know, the, their, their specific um, projects. And what happens in turn is that, you know, you lose out on that professionalism. But let me go ahead and walk you through. I like to think of things in three ways, okay? So the first way is that people have to find you, period. Whether it's on voices.com, whether it's on the internet, people have to find you first. What does that entail? That entails a title, all right? Tags, description, all right? It entails people finding you. They have to find you. Um, The first thing is they find you. The second thing is once they find you, you have to be enticing enough for them to click on you, all right? So that usually boils down to your thumbnails. Thumbnails are vital to success in this idea of projects and gig economy because trust, building trust is hard. And no matter, and I always say, even though the end, uh, the end product, right, the individuals who listen to our voiceovers, you know, while we're we're actually in the in the commercial or whatever, will never see us, will never know our name, all right, will never know anything about us. But the people who hire us, they want to know our name. They want to know our face, all right? Because in their mind, they are picturing us explaining their message, us being their brand ambassadors, all right? And and so our thumbnails, they're key for people clicking on you. So remember, when you have a setup, you want people to stop and say, oh, that person looks really professional. Now, of course, we know as actors and and, and Voices.com and the people on um, act, voice actors on there do a really good job with headshots. But it's not just about your headshot. It's also about your headshot and putting a you know relevant title there with your thumbnail. So something like, you know, I would put, you know, um, I could put male voiceover, American male voiceover. If I'm doing something like maybe I'm doing a meditation, you know what I mean? Meditation voiceover, podcast intro and outro, um, you know, voicemail and IVR, you know, right next to your picture. You want your picture to be a good portion of it. At least 50 to 60% should be your picture. And then it should be a title that is clear, nicely sized, formatted correctly, using the, 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 um, the formatting process that Voices gives you so that it all fits correctly and that it's easy to read. Don't be, you know, um, sucked into wanting to do some really fancy calligraphy and things like that. That is beautiful. But remember, we want people to see. And the stats are you get one to three seconds of time when somebody gets to click on you. All right. And if you if you, you know, they, by the time they click on you and they listen to you, you get one to three seconds. And if you don't hook them by then, they're on to the next person. So this is a different this is a different type of style and, and uh, approach to us as voice actors and getting online business, right? You know, before so much about networking, now we are doing things based on, you know, online traffic, time, people scrolling on their phone. You know, so many more people are doing and purchasing from their phone, you know, so you've got to make it good. So that's the second thing, your thumbnails and your pricing, of course. All right. I like how Voices has set pricing standards and things like that. So they have that on there. That's great. All right. But you set your prices. So those two things are vital for you getting clicked on. And then the third thing is once you get clicked on, you have to be inspiring enough for them to purchase from you. And this comes down to your demos. This comes down to you filling out your copy. All right. Your copy needs to be relevant, 
to the point of what your particular offering is. I always say it's really good to, you know, say a little bit about yourself, but it should be about what the client is going to get from you in this particular offering project that you have, why it's relevant to them. Okay, I see a lot of people put so much stuff about themselves, which is fine because, you know, we think people want to know about us. But in the end, everything that you have to offer, okay, should be wrapped up in how all of that could help the client. Because I always say, remember, like, you know, you're Yoda, they're Luke Skywalker. Your job is to make them the star. Even though you you are the star of your story, they're the star and that's our job, okay, to make them the star. So we need to make sure everything we do paints them a picture and through your gig or your, your, your project, that's what you need to do starting with your copy. Copy is paramount. Also, make sure you give a call to action in your copy. Now, I apologize if I'm going really fast. I want to make sure I get this in everybody. But make sure you get a call to action in your copy, meaning like you need to say, hey, I'm excited to work with you. Purchase now. Let's get started. Order now, right? Um, I see a lot of people say, contact me. There's no problem with contacting you. But again, the whole point of projects, right, is so that you are not sitting there spending hours going back and forth with contacting people. Projects and this type of work switch from what we do in services to more of a bulk scenario where we can do bulk work. And you can make a lot of money doing this, even though a lot of a lot of voice actors are nervous about it. And I understand completely why. But it's because this is different. The process is different here. So we are not – we're spending one-tenth the time. But we have to make sure that with our project set up, which I'm going to get into a, sec- a little more in a second – that it's set up in a way that we don't have to answer 20,000 questions. Like, for example, FAQs or, you know, the um, project um, projects or voices does a really good job of having, you know, some extras that people can offer um, that you can offer on your stuff. Um, any questions? Plus they, add the pro- plus they add your normal profile on there that you've already set up on voices. So you also have that, which I really like because that gives you even more chance of being seen. All of these things you need to fill out. You need to fill out to the fullest, okay? And you need to, of course, have your best demo. And remember, your demo, all right, of course is key to this. But I have to say, and this is something that I don't want to upset anybody, but your demo is is so vital, but your demo becomes just one part of the picture now, not the most important part. Okay, because now all of these other things play such a vital role. So in in this type of gig economy world and projects, if you are not found and you are not clicked on, it doesn't matter how good your demo is. Because no one will be able to find you or see you. Yes. (laughs) Jeff and I were just talking about that (laughs) right before we started the show. So, yeah, because you can search for text, but you cannot search Mm -hmm. for images or audio or video in the same way. Right. No, exactly. Maybe one day, but definitely not now. Um, And I've not heard of anybody doing anything like that. So, you know, I think that, you know, that is so important. And I mentioned three things. So that means people have to do two things first. They got to find you. Then they got to click on you. Before they listen to you, right? So that means that mo- most most people, and and this is what makes difference, you know, it's with projects, is they focus on the third thing because that's what we've been brought up as voice actors and and, and actors in general to focus on. But with this, it's new. 
With this, you need to focus on those first things too. All right, you need to focus on making sure your title, your descriptions, you've got relevant keywords, you've got tags, whatever is, is available that Voices gives you, and then that your thumbnail is enticing. It's professional looking. It doesn't look like, you know, you found the picture from 15 years ago on your computer and you're like, oh, I, that's the best I got. I'm going to put – we all <laughs> done that. We all know we're searching around for a picture. I'm like, well, oh, that'll work. I was, you know, 30 pounds lighter. We've all done that, okay? But we want, you know, take the – I know it costs money, all right? But try hard to get, a, you know, hedge, professional headshots because I always say too, like if you want to come on Voices, then you want to make $100,000 a year, all right? It's possible. However, you have to treat it like you're making $100,000, like you're going to make $100,000 a year on that platform, right? We can't just jump on any old platform and say, you know, we're going to put up a couple things and eh, this place doesn't work, right? You, you know, you have to always see if you're going to go to an interview for a six-figure job, you know, are you going to dress nice? Are you going to make sure your resume is spotless and everything is amazing and, your, you know, your answers are right on? Of course you are was the same thing with these platforms, but because they're, you know, a little more accessible, right, nowadays, um, it's easier for anybody just to throw anything up. But you set yourself apart by doing all the things I just mentioned, okay? That's how you look professional. Um, so I hope that was a, a, a good uh, a good overview look of, of how to get things set up. I I think I think it's so important in the end to just make sure you fill everything out <laughs> to the best of your ability. Um, oh, and one more thing. Can I just say one more thing? Um, I I um I love this television show. It was an old show. It's called uh, um, Hotel Impossible. I don't know if anybody's ever seen it. Anyways, in this show, you know, this guy goes around and he fixes hotels that are broken down and stuff. And it was this one episode where he was at a hotel and. Uh, they were, um, you know, everywhere he went in the hotel, there was these signs that said, no, you know, no swimming after 6 p.m., no children allowed, uh, no ice buckets beyond this point, no, no this, no that, don't do this, don't do that. And, you know, it made the point that, you know, it made you feel very unwelcome to be there, almost like you were almost like they did not want customers <laughs> like the customers were bothering them and we've all been to those drive-throughs where it looks like they don't want us there okay and it's the same thing with these gigs too in your projects so when you go in there for example you might say and this is important don't be afraid to put in there you know things that hey listen I'm not interested in doing XYZ you know please don't do this or 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 you know or hire me to do that um and but but Whatever you do, make sure we say it in a way that is friendly, kind, and still inviting. You know, like currently I'm not offering these services. Do you know what I mean? Um, but, you know, I'm I'm open to speak to you. you. You know what I mean? Like we have to make sure we're not, you know, I don't do this. I don't do that. Don't contact me for that. You know what I mean? It makes it sound like, geez, I don't want to, don't even, I'm not in contact them at all. They're going to bite my head off, right? So you have to make sure too, even though it is text. Uh, just like, you know, that old email thing where, you know, the emails sound, you know, a lot worse than what it really is. You got to try to, you know, sound inviting with your copy too. 
Right so on. There, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 oh, my goodness. Like, everyone had better go and listen back because there's so much richness in there. And don't want anyone to miss that. Now, something I know um, is tricky for a lot of people is getting a good headshot. So, mm-hmm. uh, And some talent are apprehensive about a headshot. But you've just made the case for why they need to because people will trust you another person that want to work with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I happen to know of a website, not use it myself, but I, I know the people who who created the company, um, flytographer.com. So cool. if anyone is looking to either have, you know, go on a family vacation, have all your pictures taken by somebody local to the area, but you can also do headshots. So um, they do a That's modern awesome. headshot, make you look amazing, all that sort of thing. Um, but it's as simple as that, really. Like you can find professional photographers in your area or maybe even do something fun like go somewhere to a city an hour or so away and have some neat lifestyle shots done no absolutely and and listen this is and this is why why it's even so more important now with projects like this is that again like i was saying earlier you know you have to how is um like here's a perfect example when we go we all shop on amazon on these places i mean this is the world we are living in the world that amazon has created all right. When you go on Amazon, think about it. What do you look at? You definitely look at the picture. They've got all these different things. You look at all the different views. All right. Then what do you do? You look at the description. All right. Of course, you've looked at the price. But then what do you do? You look at reviews. Mm-hmm. You look at all of these things, and this is what people are expecting. But without that picture, without a great picture, I don't know about you guys. I don't buy anything off Amazon or anything unless I can see the picture. And it better be a really good picture. If they see your picture and it looks very professional, what are they going to think? Well, if the picture looks that professional, you know, probably going to get a professional product, all right? Um, and mm-hmm. you know, whether whether that's true or not, you know, it, it, it's it's what we feel when we see something. And by the way, all of this happens in a split second, right? Like yeah. all this is happening right when they see you right away. So that's why you can't waste any time. And also remember, it's a different thing too because you're trying to entice them to click on you. So you've got to get that click before they even listen to you. Yeah, well, you've got to be trusted, I suppose, mm-hmm. which is one of the other questions I had for you. And I think we've answered that yeah. quite a bit throughout our conversation is mm-hmm. just being professional, saying very clearly what it is that you can do, having a great headshot, and also just making yourself approachable and, and yes. nice. You don't want to be someone who, who again, no, is like, not. don't stay in my hotel, you know, <laughs> even though it's like turning away business, that sort of thing. Um, but absolutely. just another question, you did mention ratings and reviews. And yes. I know that this is huge. And one yes. of the only ways, in fact, the only way you can get a rating or review on Voices is if you complete your work on Voices. And I mm-hmm. believe that would be the same on any platform, because that's how yes. you do build trust. So um, do you have anything that you can say about that? Oh, yeah, there's lots to say about that. And, you know, this is um, and this is something that I I do want to, you know, um, speak to a lot of the people who are apprehensive, because I know that, you know, when you're just starting out, um, you have you don't have a portfolio, you don't have clients, you're new. So things the way they you know the way they're presented to you aren't very intimidating, but when you've done something for a while, and then you know you're trying to grow your business and you go to a place where it almost feels like you have to start over again with reviews, that can be very difficult. And but the reality is reviews are the only that that is the the main the main way. I hate to say it, but reviews become just as or even a little more important than your than your demo, right? Because that's how people judge whether or not they can work with you. 
So it's very so so it's very important that you know we are putting not only our best service out there, but making sure that we are you know doing everything we can to make you know make the customer feel great, do what we need to do, but also that we get that review. Um, here's another thing too. I think this is important. I've worked with a lot of voice actors and I've worked with a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of clients in voiceover. You, you know, out of the, the thousands and thousands of people you work with, you're going to come across some not so nice clients and they're going to leave not so nice reviews sometimes, even when you try to do everything in your power to do. But remember, when you read that review, and, you know, you have an opportunity to possibly respond, whatever you do, or even message the client, whatever you do, stay above board and kind. Do not engage in anger and frustration with the client and the review. Because remember, other people will see what you post, right? Other people will see what you post, Um if you if it's a message scenario where you want to message the client, you know what I mean. A lot of times when something happens like that, it's also an opportunity. Just I, I sorry I wanted I wanted to point that out because a lot of times you know there's a lot of situations where you know you you can kind of screw things up more when someone leaves a not so nice review. If you respond in a not so nice way, all people will see is what your you know what they can expect from you if you screw up. So remember, we all make mistakes. Even if it's not our fault, we're all going to mess up. It's what we do after we mess up that makes all the difference, right? We always want our customers to be gracious to one another and to follow yes. our community guidelines for content. And that extends to reviews. You know, mm-hmm. you want to be kind, courteous, and just sensitive to the fact that you're talking to another person. Even mm-hmm. though there's a screen in between you and there's mm-hmm. maybe no moving images, that doesn't change the fact that it's still a very real human being that you are interacting oh, yeah. with. So, um, and so far as when people... Uh, have the reviews happen? I know in the auditioning process, you know, obviously when you're hired and you're paid mm-hmm. and the you the work's approved, then the client is prompted to then review you, and then the talent can review back. Uh, mm-hmm. With projects, I would expect it to be similar. Um, mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that. Um, but again, like it, they're being prompted to do something. Yes. Um, so you don't have to ask. And I know that that can sometimes be an awkward thing. Um, but with our system, uh, there's already a little nudge, a soft little nudge to go and do the next step. Sure. No, I understand. I, I'll be honest with you. I find that you still need to ask. But if you're not supposed to ask, that's okay as well, too, because we want to follow the guidelines. Um, but I do know because people are busy. Usually you'll get about a 60 to 70%. If you're good, you'll get a 70, 70 and up percent. But a lot of times on multiple platforms that I've been on, it's usually about 60% of people will leave uh, and other people will grab their stuff and go. Um, and not, they're not mad. They don't dislike you. They're just busy. And they, that's yeah. the whole point why they, you know, they just grabbed it and went. And there's nothing wrong with what you've done. Um, it's just, you know, they're just grabbing their stuff and going. And that's exactly the point of why, for example, Voices is putting projects out there. To help people, you know, get what they need quickly and everybody hopefully can benefit from it. 
you know, if it's an idea or there's some other way of, of getting mm-hmm. those without the talent having to to ask later down the road when you mm-hmm. feel, well, it's been like a month. Come on, guys. Like, where's my review? Um, I can totally right. see how that would be, um, you know, because you know that reviews are what are building the trust. It's, it's mm-hmm. literally the mechanism by which other people begin to trust you. So um, I think that any platform that's offering this kind of way of getting hired or being hired at all should mm-hmm. definitely make it as easy as possible to leave that review. But Anthony, we all know human nature. We can't yep. make someone do something they're not going to do. No, absolutely um, not. Yeah. So, but, you know, we we do absolutely want people to know about the great experiences they've had. And if it's been a not so great experience, then they should communicate that. I think that mm-hmm. it's a, a venue for honesty. And that also might help someone grow in what they're doing. And it's so long as, as you say, don't take it too personally, don't get emotions involved. It's a, it's a customer service opportunity, really, for you to possibly respond or get back in touch with that person. Just be like, you know what? Thank you so much. Um, I will be sure to to work on that for future. Oh, absolutely. And trust me, it is hard, though. You know, I don't it, it can be very difficult. Um, but you're right. I mean, because sometimes people will say things that are not true. And again, use the opportunity to be, you know, the bigger person and to thank them for their job, for the work. And you, know, you hope you get a chance to work with them next time. Because remember, it's not just them. It's everyone else that is yes. looking at that. That's so right. It's, it's Reviews not, are powerful. Right. Yes, they are. They, and how you react so, yeah. to them are very powerful. You're absolutely yeah. right. Goes so much further than we know. So before yes. we go, I have one more question to ask okay. you about the projects. Um, yeah. So let's assume someone's made a bunch of projects and, mm-hmm. and they're really excited about them. Um, yeah. What are the best strategies that you know of for promoting those to other people? And what's worked for you in the past? Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's so many ways to promote online. That's why I love working on the internet because it's become the, you know, the equalizer, I think. Um so first off, of course, you're going to want to make sure that everything is just completely optimized on Voices so that the the enormous amount of traffic that Voices is sending to the site for you, people are being able to find you by, you know, everything we talked about earlier. So that's that's the first thing you need to do. And also for all the people that you might end up sending there yourself, you want to make sure when they go there, they get a feeling that you are, you know, we talked about being professional you do that by – and trust, by building trust. You, you can build trust by making sure everything is filled out because it shows you care. All right. So that's the first part. The second part is there's – there's I, I've, social media and it's 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 become almost – you know some people love it. Some people can't stand it. Uh, some people refuse to get on it. Um, but there is such a um, – such an ability for us to – drive traffic where we want it to go, okay? And, you know, I usually, what I do is you can maybe, let's say you come up with a schedule and say, you know what, three times a week, I'm going to post something on, you know, we'll just pick one platform, all right? So maybe I'm just going to post something on Twitter. And, you know, maybe I'll post something on, you know, uh, exciting job today. Uh, I got to, you know, be a, an M&M in a commercial or something, <laughs> you know, some, some, whatever, you know, some posts. Now what you want to do, all right, is you want to in your profile, all of these places, these, these social media profile, uh, social media sites, they allow you to have to put a link. 
Okay, you can put a link to your website or you can put a link, to, for example, to your project. Okay, now this is for people just starting out. It's of course really great is if you complete a project, right, with your stuff, put, you know, um, you know, you could say something. You want to be careful, of course, when you're posting things, if there's an NDA, of course. But once something goes public, you know, you can always promote that once it's in the public eye. But you can drive traffic via these sites by posting and having links. This is how I've built the entire VO's journey, right? By simply sharing uh, information, uh, sharing the things that I've done and having links to the places where I would like people to go if they want to learn more about how to work with me. And you can put them in your, you know, and remember, you're not asking people. Here's a little key. Social media is not about selling, even though a lot of us, especially us older people, you know, we're so used to the old, we're just, it's just bred in us like TV commercials, you know, like buy now, you know, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? And so, so we think that we've got to post these for sale type things everywhere we go. You know what I mean? And that's not what social media is. That's not what things are, you know, and we don't need to do that. I mean, think about yourself. If you need something, all right, we will go find it. It's very rare that we, you know, are just, you know, do to do and, and something pops up and we're like, oh, my God, I need that. That does happen. OK, but it's getting more and more rare because we're so overloaded. But what you do, all right, is you want to drive traffic by simply posting. That's a way that you can do on social media. What do you post is the answer I get a lot. I mention one thing. I always look at you can do three things, right? You can entertain, you can educate, all right? Or you can inspire or you can do, you know, those together, all right? That's something that you can offer on social media, okay? Educate, entertain, or inspire um, and drive traffic to your projects, for example, by putting a link. That's another way. Can you pay for ads? Of course, but here's my take on it. Voices is paying for ads, these, these companies like Voices.com is paying for ads. So for you to pay for ads, you got to make sure you're all in because it costs money, right? But, you know, you can pay for ads. Um, you can start a YouTube channel where, again, you're driving traffic. I feel like we as voice actors have so much potential to do so much um, with what we are good at, which, you know, we have not only – are we able to work online like we're doing here? But we have some of the most powerful uh, way of communication, which we do it. We, we are the best communicators via voice. That's what we do. And that's what everyone uses for communication. Okay. Yes. Imagery is powerful. You want to use imagery, but voice and our, the way we deliver messages is so powerful. We have so much power. So what I'm trying to say is, is that don't be afraid for you to start a YouTube show, right? Don't be afraid, you know, for you to start something to where then you're driving traffic through the people you're reaching to your project, okay? Um, even if you have your own website, all right? Now, websites are tough, and that's why, for example, we're working on voices <laughs> because they're spending <laughs> a lot of money making and a lot of work making that site good, all right, um, and, and a marketplace. But all of these places online, 
the people who are the most successful, it always boils down to the ones that are the most successful are the ones who are the best at directing and driving the most traffic where they want them to go. Hands down. If you can do that, if you can get more eyeballs than anybody else, you win. People will pay you gobs of money. People will find your projects and order from you. It is the hands down. Voices, doesn't matter who it is. We're all fighting for eyeballs. And the more you can drive those eyeballs, the more successful you can be. So that's why, and that's why I love projects, because projects gives you the opportunity to focus on driving those eyeballs and not just auditioning 24-7. Right. And you can create as many projects as you'd like. You can make packages, mm-hmm. all different ways of being found. And of course, that that translates to more real estate too. So yes. thank you for sharing how people can get the good word out about what they're doing and and just, you know, get more business. That's the whole point of all of this. So um, Anthony, a wealth of knowledge. We will have to have you back sometime. I want to thank, thank you, you for joining us. Oh my goodness. Yes, you're thank welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I of appreciate course. it. Yeah, yeah, so um, you've mentioned a VO's journey. Now, yes. I know that you have a website. Is there somewhere you'd like to direct us to? Well, sure, absolutely. Thank you. So, um, you know, vosjourney.com is the website. And, you know, please feel free to head over there. You know, we offer a lot of training and education for voice actors. And um, it's, it's all right there on the page. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Anthony. And, uh, yeah, we're going to wrap up the show now. That's the way we saw the world through the lens of voiceover this week. Thank you for listening. Thank you also to our special guest, Anthony Pika, for sharing his experiences and tips for selling your voice online. Now, if you have any questions about Project Marketplace, be sure to visit the links in our show notes. There's all kinds of resources there you can take advantage of, including webinar videos and and tutorials and articles, all kinds of good stuff. You can also reach out to our friendly support team at Voices with your question by emailing support at voices.com. I'm your host, Stephanie Cicerelli. Vox Talk is produced by Jeff Bremner. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next week.